1: KWTX at 4 starts now. Thanks for joining us. I'm Justin Early here with Megan Boyd and meteorologist Camille Hawksworth. Am I crazy And saying... It didn't feel as bad today. Is Is the humidity down a little bit? (laughs) No,
0: right, it's all relative, right? We we got through last week, which Uh was unbearable, it seemed like, and so now 100, 105 doesn't seem so bad. It's still dangerous heat, for sure, and you want to take it seriously, but, uh, yeah, definitely puts it in perspective
1: a little bit. It's like Stockholm Syndrome. I mean, we're like, okay, this is great. It's only 101 degrees. Right. If if the humidity is down, if that's the case, I'm really happy about that. That makes a difference.
2: Yesterday, I was talking to Sean about this, that you know we're in the heat of the Texas Summer when we're talking about technicalities in right. our triple-digit weather. Well, us. technically, yeah, this is right. not as bad. <laughs> <true>. as not <laughs> as bad, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, let's get to number one in our Daily Four on this warm day.
2: Yes, this one is not
0: bad at all. This is good news. In fact, if you're expecting a bundle of joy or recently gave birth, Pregnant Workers Fairness Act went into effect today. It's PWFA for short. It gives accommodations to workers affected by pregnancy, childbirth, or other related health issues. PWFA is different than the laws in place that prohibit the firing and discrimination of pregnant workers. Instead, though, this new law focuses on making work easier for pregnant employees, so some of the examples of reasonable accommodations include longer break times, closer parking spots, flexible hours, and an exemption from labor-driven jobs. Employers covered by the PFWA include private and public sectors with at least 15 employees, as well as Congress, federal, and employment agencies and labor groups, too. Wow.
1: Very interesting. It's good to see because you mentioned the parking. Boy, I feel terrible. I didn't really think about that, but that is so so true. I mean, You're walking. I mean, in all, these it makes temperatures a and these temperatures too, it could be very very dangerous. So that's great to see. Maybe we'll see pregnancy parking spots too here and there. You know, that makes so much sense. Right. Really you does. know,
0: I, I love that because I, I would have definitely taken advantage oh, yeah, of that when I was sure. pregnant. But also, you, you need parking spots with uh, little kids when you yeah. go places yeah. because when I have to go to the store and I have to park all the way at the end mm-hmm. and then I have to get all three of my kiddos to the door and back. Sometimes that's yeah. tough. So there should be family parking. Yeah. At the beginning of... I think
1: that's actually yeah. a good idea, too. And you think about it, especially, you know, if you're a kind of, if you're, maybe your husband travels for work and you are kind of taking care of the kids and that's kind of what the main thing is, that's a lot of work. And also policing them when the parking lot is so busy. Right. I got so nervous with my nephews and my niece, like they just, you know, were running around, you've got to be right on them so they don't go anywhere and get hurt. Right. Mm. But good these idea.
2: these new things are good, too, thinking about women that have pregnancies that mm-hmm. come with extra challenges, you know, they have complications yeah. with them as well. but. You know want to keep working or have to keep working it's it's right. good that maybe they can dial back on some of that yeah. labor-intensive stuff and,
1: yeah and, and good stuff good, like step. good and step. it's only
0: for a season you know you get right it's mm-hmm. just this first time when like right. the kids are you know as i know too like one and under is like a hard age and so just getting through that season together i think it's good that the employee and the employer employers work together to make that seasonable because you want good employees in the long run and if right. they're willing to work and get through some of that the hardships of having a newborn, then I think it's better for everybody in the long run. It's good good to see a
1: large movement toward that for sure. Speaking of employers and employees, number two in our daily four, uh, and a janitor at a university in New York unwittingly ruined more than 20 years of research. That's according to a lawsuit filed against his employer by Rensselaer Technical Institute or Polytech Institute in Troy, New York. The janitor isn't named in the lawsuit, but the cleaning company he worked for is. Now this incident happened in 2020, but the suit is making its way through the court system now. Now it says he accidentally flipped a circuit breaker from on to off when he heard an annoying alarm which contained former refrigerator which contained cell cultures, samples and other research materials. It was actually a deep, deep freezer, very, very cold temperatures. The lack of power allowed the temperature to rise though to a level that damaged all the samples. Wow. So now th- the exact research being done wasn't mentioned but the suit alleges that the company did not train this janitor to avoid trying to fix electrical issues, let someone else do that, alert someone to it instead. Now the school wants $1 million from this company called the I think Daigle Cleaning Service or something along those lines in Troy, New York. I should mention, also, if you look at the refrigerator, there was a lockbox on the door to not open it and a note saying it was under repair soon and it was awaiting repair and it was going to go off, the alarm was going to go off, so it's a normal thing, but there is a mute button for it if you wanted to press it. He apparently didn't see that. Right. kind of went past it and so then this happened and so you're talking about people's work for two decades, and this man, he had no, obviously it did not mean anything bad, and I think that this university knows that, but boy, that's a lot of research down the tubes. One million dollars, I honestly don't even know if that's enough to cover it, depending on what they're working on. I was expecting on. more than that. Yeah, if they were, you know, who knows what they were studying, but right. yeah, it could have been big stuff.
2: Interesting, it says it was an accident, but it almost also sounds like he was annoyed by the sound yeah. and was trying to get rid of it, so yeah. I don't know if he was just flipping switches. Well, I think but...
1: that he was kind of going back and forth and okay. ended up with it in the off position, and so oh. then it was... <laughs> (laughs) Yeah, so I can't imagine that smelled all that great either. 20 years worth of cells in a. (laughs) Tube. I, don't, I have no idea. Anyway, we'll see how that one goes, but uh, a lesson to be learned for sure. I mean, you gotta maybe maybe leave it to the experts Ask to before the you unplug. Yeah. yeah. Turn off the sure. switch.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's no, true.
1: Now to number three in our daily four. Okay, how do you think I feel about this? I, I'm, I'm taking, <laughs> taking this in, but Ryan Seacrest, the one with all the jobs already, will replace Pat Sajak as the new host of Wheel of Fortune. The game show made the announcement today. Sajak confirmed, as we told you earlier this month, that the show's 41st season. Beginning in September, it would be his last one. So Seacrest takes over in 2024. He said in a statement that he is humbled to be taking the helm after Sajak's legendary four decade plus career. And he's synonymous with the show, but he's in the 70s now and he can, it's time to rest. Seacrest also mentioned one of his first jobs was hosting a Merv Griffin game show called Click 25 years ago. He thanks Sony Pictures for the chance to, or Sony Pictures and Television for the chance to be Wheel of Fortune's new host. How do you feel about this move?
2: I really can't picture him in this role to be honest. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised.
1: It's hard to see them there unless you until you see them there sometimes right. when someone's so iconic like Pat Sajak, but what do you
2: I think I can see him there
0: because he's had so many jobs. Like you mentioned, yeah. True. he's been the host of this and that and I think it's just, it's yeah. the next step. Why not add a game show to the list of things?
1: Here are my things about this, okay. <laughs> Number one. Here we go, sit I, down I, everybody. <laughs> I like Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. I like him mostly because he keeps his personal life out of the business, out of the press. Sure. You don't hear much about, no much, not True. much messy drama with Ryan Seacrest, maybe yeah. a little thing here and there. <laughs> But he has so many jobs. What about the rest of us? What about the other people in the industry? Why not hire us? Justin? I don't mean me. I don't mean, me. I don't mean me. Although I could spin that wheel if I needed to, I could do it. But um, I feel like you know there are other people out there that are talented. It's kind of like this concept of let's remake Fantastic Four 20 times. Like let's do this remake a thousand times. Well, what's something new? Well, there's another talent out there, sure. a comedian or something, who'd be a good fit. Just try somebody else.
2: Yeah, well, he did step right away here. from live. Yeah. So yeah. he took one thing off his plate guess.
1: and he still does a couple other things. I mean, he's obviously he New still years American, Eve, he, Idol, American Idol, and, right? and there was t- and he was in talks to do a, he show, has a, a show, a radio show yeah. radio show daily too. So I'm like, maybe uh, this, where does he get his energy? For also, what's going on? Well,
0: How you know, know, I'm right glad here. that they're continuing the show because to yeah. be on Wheel of Fortune is on my bucket
2: list. So oh, oh, okay. okay, so there's well, still opportunities to get on Wheel of Fortune. So is Vanna White staying on? We
1: don't know about her yet. Yeah okay, we'll see. I think his Pat's daughter is going to take over for her because she's filled in for a while. Oh, yeah, okay. so we'll see. Nice. Now, number four in our daily four.
2: All right, guys, I want to talk to you about this new Barbie dream house that they've come up with. Here it is, right here. Looks like pretty wow. cool. it's spot, life size, right? Life size. Yeah, the That's unique thing size? about this, it's not for dolls. This is a life size barbie malibu dream house and it's actually available on airbnb of course this is gaining popularity because of the movie that is coming out the barbie movie but now fans have a chance to stay there for free because warner brothers and airbnb are teaming up yes turns out ken has taken oh, over the house, okay. <laughs> so his name is spelled out and floats in the pool and he's also put some of his own touches on the place, but two winners get an overnight stay on July 21st and 22nd. Mm-hmm. They can each bring a friend and starting July 17th, you can go to Airbnb's website, uh, airbnb.com forward slash Ken Dreamhouse to take your chance at one of those bookings, But That looks
1: like a real
2: Barbie dream house. It looks
1: really, really fun. And you know that color, that, that Barbie pink? Right. So you know, you may have heard this story, but this is true, the paint company that makes that Barbie pink, well, when they made the Barbie movie and they made this big set, they used all of that pink paint. So everybody wants it now, but they can't get it because right. it's all, it's been, all used been used up. Used and <laughs> probably partially on that house as well. Definitely
2: I bet on, that, on that, house. that roof. I mean, uh-huh. that's a lot of paint. It's a
1: lot of work. We'd be fun to stay with the girls, right?
2: Yeah, I would.
0: And I wonder if that's a clue to what the movie's going to be about—the Ken mm, taking over the house because they've been very like secretive about right. the know, uh, plot of the movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, there's a there's a the, there's actually an Airbnb host there who looks like Ken, Are you who's playing him. Ryan Seacrest. I'm just kidding. That's not true. Like, but it I'm wouldn't like, surprise wait, me. What? No, I said Ryan Seacrest because he's got so many jobs. It would be oh. fun if they had a celebrity come greet you, though. That would be really sure. cool.
0: Sure.
1: Yeah, that'd be a cool moment.
0: You need to be there because you're going to be the I'm next host. I'm not Ken. <laughs> oh, <man.
1: laughs> I'm not Ken. All right. Coming up, many people dream of joining the military or becoming a firefighter or a police officer. That line of work can take its toll on your mental health, though. After the break, some resources available for those suffering with PTSD. After this.
2: Today is National PTSD Awareness Day, where we shine a light on the complex disorder caused by experiencing or witnessing some type of trauma.
1: Our nation's veterans and first responders are often at the greatest risk of post-traumatic stress disorder. But today, to help us better understand PTSD, we have Dr. Victoria Torres from Baylor, Scott & Whites, Warrior Research Institute and I love that that even exists because it's so needed we thank you for being with us today Uh, you know for those who don't really understand because it's been a term that's used a lot you know what exactly is PTSD to begin with
3: well PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder is uh, an issue that comes up when someone has experienced a life-threatening event of some sort you can think all the way from some sort of a domestic violence situation to a car accident, something that basically somebody fears for their life. Uh, and some things that can come up as a result of that are people having intrusive thoughts or memories, avoiding reminders of the traumatic event that happened, um, or even having
2: things like sleep issues or anxiety and depression sort of symptoms. So if somebody watching or maybe a family member of somebody watching has been through one of these traumatic events, what are some signs that their loved ones can be looking out for?
3: They can be looking out for things like increased irritability and honestly the truth of the matter is uh, these sorts of things don't march alone. Uh, oftentimes, uh, PTSD carries a little substance use issue or alcohol use issue along with it, um, but the main thing to look out for is changes and patterns of behavior for people. Uh, not really responding or functioning in the same way they normally would.
1: We mentioned veterans and first responders, and we know our military veterans certainly are the first group that comes to mind when it comes to PTSD. But I'm just reading this st- statistic that one in three firefighters also suffer from that as well. Why is it so prevalent in that field? We know it can be difficult that job and stressful, but kind of describe the reasons. Yeah,
3: well, Justin, you know I don't want to run into a fire <laughs> yeah. for sure. Um, our firefighters face a lot in the the path of their work. Uh, they experience some post-traumatic sort of stressors or potentially traumatic events Um, think about running into a fire or seeing a car accident Mm -hmm. Uh, sometimes on these calls they might even run into somebody they know and so seeing people in those sorts of situations can be very distressing Mm -hmm. Um, although these are very resilient people I mean 30-ish percent sounds huge but also imagine doing that day in and day out gosh that seems small compared to the kind of work that they do
2: right and we know especially in central texas all of these a lot of these small town volunteer firefighters yeah. that are like you said serving their own community so it's important work i want to mention that we have a qr code on the screen where people can go if they need help but talk to us This is offering some resources. Talk to us about what those resources are, what things you guys are offering specifically. Yes, I'm
3: very proud to be able to share that we have free telehealth available for firefighters, uh, thanks to the Texas State Association of Firefighters who have funded that. Um, So that free care is available for our firefighters in Texas, uh, but also for veterans and family members of veterans. They can get free care Uh, through telehealth with our group. I'm actually one of the therapists on the study as well.
1: And why is that so important to have that aspect? I know we saw it during the pandemic that it became more popular because it was necessary, but now we're finding advantages. What are some of those advantages?
3: Yeah, so people who have transportation issues don't have to worry so much about that. Uh, things like mental health stigma, some people feel uncomfortable having their car outside of a therapist's office and they don't have to have that sort of visibility with telehealth. Um, another aspect is just that they can have that care from the comfort of their own home instead of scheduling the time to get out of their house and get to their provider office, they can go ahead and click a button and be right there on, on the call with the therapist.
2: Sure. If anybody watching again or a family member thinks that a loved one may have PTSD, what are steps that they can take?
3: We are so happy to be able to refer people. Our team is very passionate about accessibility to care, so even if it's not somebody that fits those, char- those characteristics of firefighter in Texas, veteran or veteran family member, we welcome people to reach out so that we can refer them uh, to care. Additionally, working through your insurance provider, um, getting a list of providers there can be useful. Psychology Today is a website as well. Um, So there are lots and lots of resources available for folks.
1: And lots of types of therapies for every kind of person. So we're we're glad to see all that you have to offer. Thank you so much for coming to talk about this today. We appreciate it. Dr. Victoria Torres, Bill Scott & White.